Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by the comedian, Arsenal fan and host of BT Sports. The football's on. Ian Stone. It's always lively with Yeah, him. it was good. He'd watched all the games. So yeah, we had a good look back over all the games uh, this weekend. We had a bit of a chat about various Ooh, things. Oh, yeah, we had lots Andy, of chats. Andy vented on a bit of Chelsea, as you can imagine, after mm. their result of the weekend. Well, this goes down well on the Chelsea website when I do that. Yeah, I'm sure, so. sure it does. <laughs> and um, what else? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we brought you the clips of the month uh, for March and the listeners uh, had their say. So we'll bring you all the runners and riders and indeed the winner. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Andy. Yes, and good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And I start with some breaking news. Oh, yeah. Breaking news on Talk Sport. Yes, the four consortiums bidding to buy Chelsea have yeah. withdrawn their offers after watching that rubbish on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> People, <laughs> three be, be, billion for that. There's everybody, they're all putting out. All the consortiums are, are putting out that GIF mm. of Homer Simpson yeah. uh, reversing yeah. into a bush. <laughs> they're saying, does the deal include Werner? Yes. No. No. Look, there's also. I, I read a big piece today. Theories on why Werner's struggling. One of yeah, which is rubbish. The, the, well, I, that, that wasn't one of them. I think. Okay. Uh, one of them was the Chelsea pitches. Too small, so yeah, he, right. can't, he can't get in behind. You need Tremendous. a bigger pitch. Does We're that affect bigger... his ball control that he gives it away every single time he gets <laughs> the ball? We're going to need a bigger pitch. It's He's like the Jaws. worst top-level player I've ever seen in my life. I wow. promise you, if he didn't have pace and some sense of runs, he wouldn't even be in Sunday League. I mean, his absolute skill levels are so poor. Wow. It's astonishing how yeah, poor he, he is. He looked great at Leipzig. Nah, you see, this is where Chelsea's recruitment isn't great. Kevin Hatchard and uh, Jamie are Producer. They all said, anybody who watched German, mm. lot of German football said he misses loads of chances. Right. And Chelsea aren't a team that make a lot of chances. So that is not the sort, you want a super efficient striker, yeah. not a super inefficient striker. Honestly, I don't think there's a Chelsea fan who wouldn't drive him to the airport this afternoon. <laughs> I've written it, I hate him so much. Nothing personal. No, Andy, Andy basically comes home from the match, and rather than just sitting there watching pointless celebrities <laughs> or something and chilling out after a defeat, he sits and makes a couple of pages of stream of consciousness <laughs> notes, which uh, is the sort of thing when they make the documentary about him when he's in, you know, Broadmoor. It's that sort, <laughs> it's that sort of behaviour, isn't it? It's that sort of behaviour. Um, so it's a weird thing. So I don't know if Ian Stoney tell us if he comes home after an Arsenal game and writes about forty-eight in blood, forty-eight 
he does. <laughs> 48. Anyway. Honestly, I think Chelsea play like a team that were told they weren't going to be paid this month. That's the way they, honestly, the way they started the game. I mean. Although, wasn't it tempered? You, we know that you're a, Brent, a Brentford season ticket holder yes. and you go to the games as well. Well, I had to lose to anybody, but it would be Brentford because yeah. I was pleased from that but, point of view. Because normally, Andy, you say you come back and you say, after every team, I hope yeah. they're relegated, they don't win another game all season. Yeah, but, but obviously, that, that. your season ticket will be worth less money, so you've got skin in the game. Who loses 4-1 at home to Brentford? I mean, not even Norwich conceded four against Brentford. <laughs> it's, pathetic. it's the most pathetic performance you can possibly imagine. You had a little window, didn't you, at 3-1, where you had a couple of yeah. chances to bring it back to 3 or one didn't take them. But it's odd, isn't it? Football's odd. It's a year to the day mm. that they, we know that they lost the, to West Brom 5-2 yeah. in a very similar circumstances. And then went out and played well in the Champions yeah. League. Champions League game coming up. Mm. What looks like an easy fixture... Go ahead, think you've won the game, and then they suddenly, in, a, in the space of 10 minutes, the other team scored three goals. And this yeah. is what happened last year with, with Albion. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. once that had happened, Havertz did have two great chances at 3 1 and yeah. handle a ball he didn't need to handle and mm. could have put it in. So they could have even have won the game. Yeah. But Brentford basically yeah. played very well for about, well, they played very well for the first 20 minutes and then for about 15 minutes after that. And that's all they needed to because Chelsea yeah. were utterly hopeless. And uh, Brentford had the best player on the pitch, though, Ericsson. Oh, yes. Looking so good, good, isn't he? He's far too good for <clears throat> Brentford. He, mm. There's no way. Uh, I mean, Thomas Frank saying, oh, I hope he stays at Brentford. I'm sure he will. Henry Winter, he should stay at Brentford. He's not going to stay at Brentford. <laughs> he absolutely isn't. He's one of the best players in the world, and I'd imagine he could walk into any member of the top six. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, mean, I think Spurs would love him. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, there was some talk of that. I mean, Conte's got a relationship with him. Eventually, that worked out quite well. And I, I think he's actually said that, you know, I think he would like to work with him again. So we'll see. Yeah, too many Chelsea players not playing well. Mount, he's had a poor season. You should really have a look at him. So he's not going to be in, he mm. might be in the squad, but he's never, no way he's going to be in the mm. starting team playing the way he's playing. Um, yeah. We're going to ask the listeners something today. You ever, have you ever knocked on the star's front door? It's quite a bold thing to do. And, you know, as long as you do it in the right way, mm. um, I'm sure the stars don't mind. But Tyson Fury didn't mind for a while. He was quite happy to have people just, uh, fans ring his doorbell and ask for autographs. And he'd come out and he lives in Morecambe and he was prepared to come out now and again and sign them. But he's getting a bit much, you know, the wife and kids driving them mad, of course. That's and, a surprise. Um, you yeah. go around to somebody's house. Well, it does leave seem them, unlikely. Well, leave them alone. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, wrong with some, you? often it's kids. Often it's kids. Doesn't have excuses. The yeah. same thing as saying, "Oh, it's kids." Are saying, "Can I have your shirt?" No. So he's not in the right frame of mind for this. Clearly, no. I but, did go to Britain's <clears throat> best sporting event yesterday. Oh yeah, or least exciting spectator sport. Yeah. It's worse than speedway. It's the boat race. Mm. But it takes you, place. It's at least only it's about free, Andy. Well, it is. It's free, and it's only about fifty yards from my house. So, so I had you, to go and have you, a look. You at came it. out and you wandered down to the river and yeah, watched the boat race. Watched the boat race. Who won? Uh, Cambridge won the women's race. Okay. Oxford mm. won the men's race. Yeah. But it's like Speedway. It's all over after about the first five seconds. Like one team gets ahead and that's it. There's never going to be any overtaking. You know on the first bend. You, you? you know, it's done. The whole thing. <laughs> then the other team is like absolutely flogged. They're trying to chase. They know they're going to lose. And when they get finally to the finish line, the mm. winning team are going mad, of course, because they've got a lot of energy. And the, the other <clears> team <throat> collapses. Yeah. It's the same every year. I don't know why they didn't just show, well, not last year's, because it didn't take place on the Thames. If you, if you have knocked on the Stars' doors... Um, tell us what the reaction was. Um, an old colleague of mine once lost his mm. tortoise and his house backed onto um, Michael Aspel's house. Mm. So he knocked on Michael Aspel, young child, not, knocked on... He asked Aspel. He, he asked Aspel, yeah. 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 Uh, and not only had Aspel not seen it, he wasn't massively impressed with somebody knocking <laughs> on his door to ask. Well, I don't blame him. gave him short shrift, whatever that means. 
I, I caught a bit of the Papa John's at Wembley. Yeah, we're trying was, to get Paul Chuckle on. He's proving oh, a yeah, difficult booking. Thinking, we've been moved, you know, we've been passed around from him oh, to yeah, that yeah. Yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> it's proving a bit of a problem. You know, the one minute you phone one person and then, yeah, you get the idea with that. But uh, he, he brought the ball on the pitch, didn't he, on Lovely, a motorbike, yeah. which is what you want. And it went to extra time. So I was thinking, if it goes longer than 90 minutes, do they refund your ticket money back? Yes, I think they probably did. Poor old Sutton, they were so close, yeah. Oh, was it well, 96th minute equaliser? Yeah, yeah. There were a few them. headlines in the papers that didn't work. Uh, yes. One was, Such as? Some was, uh, to me, 4-2. <coughs> I think that yeah, really worked. Not really. To me, 2-2 wasn't too bad, yeah. because the bloke who scored for Rotherham was called 2-2. But yeah. even then, that didn't work, really. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Comedian and Arsenal fan and the presenter, of course, of the football's on on BT. It's Ian Stone. Good afternoon, Ian. Afternoon. So, I mean, look, we're going to work our way back, which means we probably will start uh, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium yeah. uh, yesterday, <laughs> which was a very odd game. Oh, because... you, did, you did the opposite of what we did. You went from 0-1 to 4-1 quite quickly. <laughs> yes. Uh, Newcastle, <laughs> I mean, literally everybody was behind the ball for large periods of that, including Chris Wood, who was putting in a defensive shift. He doesn't do a lot does he Chris Wood he's looking no. a bit, he's been a bit mm. disappointing I would say yeah. for Newcastle but you I, I hate to say this on national radio you look really good yeah really good I mean Kulisewski and uh, Bentancur very good purchases I mean, why did Juventus let them both yeah. Juventus it's just good recruiting go. yeah. it's excellent and, and with Kane and Son you look dangerous and Conte is so involved you've got to love Conte right yeah no absolutely I mean yeah. I lo- the, the passion and the energy he brings I mean it won't last long a couple well, of years I'm not sure yeah. you know it won't last long than that but the statistic about him is incredible that Spurs if you count where they what they've done since he got there they'd be third 
That is some achievement. Yeah, it's very, very impressive. And I thought, and and <clears throat> Harry Kane is just an amazing footballer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's one of the best. He's one of the best two or three players in the Premier League. I genuinely think mm. that. And he ran that game, even though he didn't score, which is unusual when you get five. But yeah. Yeah, you look really good, and I'm uh, I'm a little concerned. I'm, I'm still not buying the fact that it's Sorry, a two. you're both going to be in the it's, top four. Don't worry. But Andy, <laughs> what's your theory? What's going to happen? Well, I don't know. Do you think I mean, Chelsea are going to drop <laughs> out of the top four, Andy? You genuinely possi- think that? Well, it's possible. No, it is possible. I agree, but I Chelsea have got I've too no, much I've class. I have no they? idea. They've been such a strange. You can't it's base it on. Such, you can't base it been on. It's such a strange team, though. This season, their home form is dire. They've dropped so many points from winning positions. Home and away, but especially home. And mm. now they've got the disadvantage of there's only going to be 28,000 in each game, home game. That's because, right. Because yeah. the government is sort of very spiteful, as I wrote to the Let sports me. minister last week, has decided to punish Chelsea <clears> fans <throat> who <throat> basically have nothing to do with what's going on in the Ukraine. Hang on, public, hang on. You know, Bramwich not going to see any of the money whatsoever. You know, all it is is denying Chelsea fans a chance to see the team and charity to pick up some nice cash. It's a really spiteful, pointless decision. Can you mm. lend me that? Small violin you've got. Yeah, <laughs> no, but well, it's true. I mean, but that, I know what you mean. Chelsea fans get punished. You're right, but Chelsea fans have enjoyed the fruits of Abramovich's ownership for the last 15, 20 years yeah, as well. But, so swings and roundabouts? Or not none? really, no, because it's spiteful. It's, it's a sort of pointless thing. What's the point of it? It doesn't benefit anybody. Doesn't you know? Bramovich doesn't. It wasn't going to get any of that money anyway. Putin couldn't care less. So you know. All it hurts is Chelsea fans. That's all well, it does. Well, I'm prepared to accept the Champions League place if you are. Paul. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I know you're I, right. I, I think, all I, think aside. I think it's. I think it was a, a bit of a weird Chelsea, game. They've still got some difficult games because it seems to me that the, that's when they play. When they play, they've got harder games. I mean, yeah. they played really well against Liverpool this season. But, it's hard to tell, isn't it? Because because you'd have thought, you know, Spurs, well Newcastle. Spurs as I mean, well. I was looking. <laughs> I was looking Hammered at um, Arsenal. You know, yeah. so it's it's interesting. Yeah. You never know. That's the point. I was looking at Spurs' last eight fixtures. From us and Liverpool, they're six gimmies, I would say, but they don't appear no, to so be not in the Premier League anymore. Well, Villa away next week. Away say that was a gimme. No, I mean, Villa. Villa. We'll talk I about. Mean, I know you beat them, but you realise what a good performance, what a big result that was for you. Hey, um, it, 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 whatever. Yeah. If you win, don't celebrate in front of Ashley Young because he yeah. doesn't like he it. He won't no. like it. <laughs> I, I say, I, I maintain that. Look. I know it's, they're up against it, but Wolves won again at the weekend. Manchester United have still got Ronaldo, and we were better than United at Old Trafford. But with Ronaldo, they beat us. So yeah, he won't play what, every game. What West, you're saying is, what you're it's, saying it's is, why, it's not just down to two teams. You don't buy this sort of billion pound game that Arsenal and Tottenham will play. At, well, uh, I mean, the only way we'll find that out is when it's played and the position that the two teams are in when it's played. It's quite possible that either one of us may be out of sight and can both are already in the top four, and they can just draw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Algeria. Well, are they going to play Austria? last week of the season? Is that the idea? Well, well yes, they're waiting, aren't they? Yeah. They're waiting to see. And then could you see Tottenham and Arsenal playing out a game like they just tap it about at the back? The two teams Germany and Austria in the World yeah. Cup no. in 1992. No, be a, there'd no. be a little bit of Eshousery, wouldn't there? Someone would get I, the memo, and with 30 I, seconds I fancy left, Spurs someone in like that Lucas game. or Spurs home form is very strong, and I think Arsenal, as they showed against Liverpool, they, they've done very well, but. Have they really got it away from home against a really top team? I'm not entirely convinced. No, but Spurs is always... You never can tell against no. Tottenham. You can't. And and I would absolutely take a draw, and I think that's all we'd need. Mm. If we win six games and get a draw at yours, I think we'll qualify for yeah. the Champions League. I don't know what's going to happen. It's exciting, though, isn't it? It's good it to is. watch, and I and I like it. I wish you'd sort of go away a little bit. And the Newcastle, fan, the Newcastle <laughs> fans were great because, obviously, they're so relieved to have this new ownership, and obviously a lot of them did leave, but the ones that stayed even at 5-1 are probably sitting there thinking, 
attacking. It don't matter to me. We'll have Pedri passing, uh, Pedri passing to Mbappe in about two seasons' time. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're playing the long look, game with Newcastle. Know, it's not as easy as all that. It's, it doesn't matter how much money you've got. Chelsea have shown that. You could, if your recruitment's wrong, if you recruit the wrong players, I know you don't. You get away with it more. You can afford to have a seventy-one million pound goalkeeper on the bench because you know it wasn't your money. Yeah, yeah. Lukaku was on the bench at the weekend. A hundred million. Yeah, that quid. was a massive error by two. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what? Such a really uh, weirdly pointless. Well, it, it would have been the right thing to play him on Saturday. He's going to be like this for three hours. Isn't well, he? Look, let's try and move on if we possibly <laughs> can to other clubs. Uh, <laughs> happy to talk about Manchester United because they're as bad as Chelsea. They were absolutely terrible. That I didn't watch the so, game. You know, if Leicester had really taken it to them, they could have won that game. They should have won that game. And I don't think that was much of a foul on Varane either, who has been a massive flop, Mm, has he not? At Manchester United in general, they just don't... They look like 11 highly paid individuals. Yeah, they're spiritless United. Yeah, but it doesn't matter with United. It's the same sort of thing. They'll just spend a billion quid in the summer and it'll start again with with new superstars. And sooner or later, they'll get it right. They'll get the right manager and the right players and it'll all be all right for them. You're probably right in That's absolutely true. That's certainly what will happen. But it doesn't feel like there's... I think... What did you say, Andy? Spiritless. I I think Mm. that's harsh, but I think there's a little soullessness about the place at the moment. Old Trafford looks a bit dilapidated. You know the owners aren't that invested. Uh, it, it just feels like every United fan I know just doesn't feel doesn't seem very happy. Yeah, and yeah. it's just given given us all great joy, isn't it? Really. Uh, we be should, before we um, head off um, to the uh, the uh, sport, we should talk a bit of Everton, really. And uh, Frank Lampard said there was plenty there were positives to take from the game yesterday, but. You know, you can only take so many positives when you lose another game and you have another man sent off. It was uh, three, three as long games as they in a don't row. lose on Wednesday, they'll stay up. If yeah, they, if they lose to Burnley, then the alarm bells will go off, and their away form is pathetic. And they're going; it's it's at Turf Moor, isn't yeah. it? This yeah. game, I, Everton look weak to me again. There's another; they look like a worse level of Manchester United. Load of individuals, all mm. been collected by loads of different managers, yeah, and none of it really works. And and who knows with Frank Lampard? It's, it feels like they're not listening or something. They played all right against West Ham. Yeah. But their moments. I mean, Richarlison had two good chances that he could have put away and didn't. So. And at one all, they were dominating that game. You could see West Ham were a bit shocked, and yeah, then Iwobi gives the ball away. That was such and a poor goal. It's a terrible concede. goal to concede, mm. and it's two one. And Everton never looked like it. And then Michael Ke- and then Keane looks like Arthur player. I mean, everyone was talking about him as an England player a few months ago, yeah. and mm. now you just go, he's. It just doesn't seem like he's working for them. Yeah, it's not good for them. And it can't be easy, can it, when you're no. in the same city as Liverpool and they're one of the best two or three teams in the world. Um, and But good result for West Ham, who's still staying in it. But you can't. You don't think they're going to be in that top four nah. mix, no? No, no especially, especially, especially with Europe, with Europe yeah. as well. Good. It's, I mean, they, it's for example, they've, watch, got, they've got a very difficult game on Thursday night, which they'll put everything into. Yeah. Then they've got to go to Brentford two o'clock Sunday, and Brentford are going to be riding high, flying high after yeah. that. That's not going to be an easy game. I just think they've got you know uh, games like that yeah, will be really difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the Seville game, the, uh, they mm. played uh, they played your lot, didn't they? they played yeah. Spurs, and they got beaten, and you sort of felt like they were going to. Yeah. yeah, they just don't have the resources, but it's enjoyable to watch, and I'm pleased for Moyes as well because yeah. you know he deserves it. He always was a good manager. It turns out that that might Man United job is not just down to him, is it? No, it's or is in Chalice? Yeah. We'll have a look at what City and, uh, and Liverpool did and we'll look at all the other Premier League games and we'll look ahead to tonight's game 
between uh, Palace and Gulp. Arsenal. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, Wilf's fit, isn't he? Oh, why'd you say that? Um, <laughs> no, look, I, you fully expect Arsenal to win. I expect them to win that game. It's a tough place to go. It is, but, you know, we won there. If we can win there, anybody can. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> we can win. It's like he's a Burnley fan. No, no, we can win there. Anybody can. Well, anyway, made it, we made it difficult enough. He's scoring the last minute. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Liverpool were fleetingly top of the table, weren't they? Uh, <laughs> against Watford. I mean, yeah. both, I mean yeah. they struggled a little bit in that game. You know, it was 2-0 in the end, but that's what the, you know, the good teams do. They do win those sort of games but at 1-0 they Watford had chances I think City and them a bit of Europe on their mind they just yeah. both of them got the job well, after, they, the yeah. after the internationals and before Europe and he played a lot of reserves yeah. Klopp didn't he he yeah. played four or five who won't be starting tomorrow or Wednesday or whenever the game is um, you always thought I sort of watched it thinking well if Watford score then it might be interesting for a bit but yeah. you sort of felt like Liverpool were going to win uh, you did and, and it was just one of yeah, those games Watford, Watford another Four or five gears, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. But Watford at home, and they had who was it? Mane and and um, Diaz on the bench. Yeah, they're strong. Now, oh yeah, 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 I mean they're really, really strong. Um, James Gomez crossing was fantastic, wasn't it? it was yeah. like, uh, didn't, like didn't miss Trent. It two minutes before, two minutes before, when I said oh, I think they're missing Trent here with yeah. his crossing, <laughs> and then <laughs> Joe Gomez just put that one in yeah. right on Jota's head. Who, by the way. How is somebody who's only five foot? What is he? Five ten? Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He scored about twenty headers this mm. season. I mean, him and Lucas Mora, they win yeah. headers way more than they should for their difference. Height. Is Lucas puts most of his wide, but he does win them. <laughs> he does win them. <laughs> it's impressive bit. though for great a little fella, though. Isn't yeah. it? Pedro, they uh, and Burnley City, I think it was no massive surprise, and you know, a bit of a free hit for Burnley because you know, I mean, obviously they weren't expecting yeah. to get any points. But that's from the that, effect of the international break. It wasn't the usual thrashing that City given. It was only well, two 0 I've yeah. seen City really struggle there. I remember City winning the title one year and, and I think it was Raheem Sterling scored a goal where the ball was about an inch over the line and that was the only real chance they made. So I think Burnley have given them tough games in the past but City just strolled it, didn't they? They're just very, very good and next Sunday's going to be an amazing game. Yeah. It is. Yeah. We, we, we touched is. briefly on the, the game between Brighton and Norwich. Uh, and the, the main point really coming from that was that uh, Graham Potter doesn't want the fans to keep shouting, shoot. I know, just putting the players off. Stop shouting, shoot, shoot all the time because yeah. it puts pressure More on them. Mope had a classic, didn't he? A great game. Yeah. He's <laughs> one of those guys. Goals. He's one of those guys, isn't he? If he's yeah. on form, he's really dangerous, but he misses those jumps. But that's Brighton mm. all over, isn't yeah. it? They had about 25 shots. It was a they? mad moment. It was a mad penalty to give away, and it was a mad penalty. It was. Yeah, he put yeah. Away. Did he miss it, or was it saved? Over the bar. Went Got to yeah, be honest. Sailing over the bar. Didn't, didn't, get to, didn't get to that one no, on Match of the Day. Dean, Dean Smith said afterwards, <laughs> Dean Smith said, never mind last on Match of the Day, you're, you're probably questioning whether it should be shown at all. <laughs> this is from the Norwich manager. Yeah, parental he was, guidance. He was, he was yeah. very funny, actually. Yeah. And, uh, but that bloke that goes to Brighton, he dresses up as, I worked it out, it's a seagull. Oh, yeah. He dresses up as a seagull. He gets a full seagull outfit. Does he? And I was thinking... I couldn't work out what ending I was. Is he a canary or a seagull? He doesn't look like either, really. Well, it's a big difference. Was it white or yellow? It was color. white. <laughs> so I'm it, guessing that might be a seagull. Does he nick people's sea. sandwiches and just yeah, dive in their ice cream? He has their chips. <laughs> he has their chips. <laughs> so it just sneaks up behind them. So does he... Hang on. I took a photo. Here he is. Is I he, is he the mascot, Andy? You've heard of mascots, haven't you? No, is he the mascot? No, he's or is he a bloke in the crowd? He's in the crowd, apparently. There he is in the crowd. Is he a homemade outfit? Yeah, it looks like he's made out of paper. It looks absolutely terrible, isn't it? I don't know. Like it's made of sort you're, of felt. It's you're, like you're like having a, kid, a go at him for the outfit. School project. I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> it's I mean, terrible. he's made a bit of an effort. He's a What's fan of the club. Point? 
Yeah, What's the point? Okay. Well, we'll talk about him, won't we? Um, <laughs> Wolves Villa. Wolves still in the mix. You know, you look at them. Okay, they've played thirty-one games, which probably doesn't help. But so have West Ham. But look, they're, they're on forty-nine. They're winning again. Bruno Lage has done a fantastic mm. job, has, hasn't he? Really? He has, and, and he, he probably doesn't get the credit. And I've got yeah. a soft spot for Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah. I, ge- I genuinely have. Because <clears> I went, <throat> I went, I, I, I did a radio show years ago mm. when we went away. I went to Carlisle with them on a Tuesday night oh, right. for about ten coaches of Wolves fans. Could they do it on a cold Tuesday night? In it was two-two. Oh, it was okay. two-two. The one mm. thing about Carlisle, have you, have you been? Have you either of you been to Carlisle? The stand mm. extends beyond the pit, the, uh, the 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 goal at one end. Right. So there's about an extra twenty foot stand that <laughs> no, no one I've uses because you go, well, you, people can't see properly out of there. But I asked this Wolves fan, it, we're they must in have a, moved the pitch at some. They point. did. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> what happened. But I asked this Wolves fan, what are you doing here on a Tuesday night watching? This was when they were in Division One, League One, and he went. I don't know, mate. God, no idea. <laughs> exactly. And it was fair yeah, enough. I really. did think I... Wolves were bottom of the top group facing Villa, who are top of the middle group. There is a big, you know, there's a ten point gap yeah. in that. Yeah, so, and it know, showed as well. Wolves yeah. are a good team, and that that they've got some really good players. Really good. That Podence, I like watching him. Yeah, but they're I so mean... inconsistent, Villa. They're like inconsistent from half to half. Never mind. To game to game, yeah, no. you know they played a lot better second half. They could have got something out of it. But yeah, yeah I read today Wolves um, twenty four points in the calendar year, a total better only by Liverpool. So this year he has been fantastic for Arsenal. Them, so. Are the kings of getting more points in calendar year? Yeah, yes. anyone else? <laughs> Unbeaten in the calendar year doesn't do you any <laughs> favours, no. does it? Well, yeah. I suppose you could do it, make a calendar. Based Those two on that. games they lost to Arsenal, I think, hurt their top yeah. four. Yeah. Yeah, because they felt they were winnable, both yeah, of them, and they were winning till the last 10 minutes. Leeds Southampton, the main talking points, Calvin Phillips getting some game time, which was good to see. Uh, James Ward-Prowse's free kick. I'm of a mind that, I, I don't, you know, when people sit there pontificating on him, saying, oh, you couldn't include him in an England 23 because he wouldn't justify his place. Yes, he would. How many players of England got that can win free kicks in and around the box? You know, Grealish, Kane, Foden. Sterling, Foden, loads yeah. of players. Why We've would got some not... of the best divers in world football. Yeah, well, yeah. Surely it's worth playing a really good free we kick. Should be somebody who can hit a good free kick, somebody who can put a ball into the box. I mean, I they? agree. I agree. Except you, it's not like it's not American football we're talking now. You, you have he has to be on what? the pitch at the same time, doesn't he? Well, look, if you, if you've got ten minutes left and you need a goal and you've got all that talent out there and you've got somebody who can deliver a dead ball like bring that. him on for the free kick. Yeah, you no, no not just for the free kick. <laughs> take him off. Take him off. Again. Free, Thanks, yeah. mate. Unlucky. See, this Can't is what people always that. say. It's a, it's an American, <laughs> but it's not. I mean, I thought, I think he's a good player. And so what? We can load it with one more centre half. That's not going to get any game time. We always have mm. one player that you always think, <laughs> why did they pick him? Why did the England manager pick him? Yeah, Bloke yeah, never really, plays. Yeah. He's just a dead weight. Or you can pick James Ward Prowse, who can make a, a material difference you to make, the team. You at make key a moment. very good case. No, I, I genuinely, I agree. I, I'm convinced. Take him. I'm Take convinced. Him. I, I think it's a good idea because his free kicks. He's got. 13 now second yeah. only to Beckham mm. in all time in the Premier League or something I hate Premier League statistics for yeah. slightly better record than Eric Dyer oh, yeah. well, no, it's Harry Kane's the one he, Tottenham are very good with Eric Dyer they're much better with Dyer oh than no, no he, no, he's he free took kick. a free kick yesterday and then I can't yeah. who was commentating but he said honestly and, and he hasn't scored for three years this is the, this oh, is the wow. thing about I mean Harry Kane a wonderful player best number 9 best number 10 but man his free kicks stink the place out his wow. penalties are fantastic but his free kicks are Terrible. Well, Ronaldo has only scored terrible. one in the last four years. Yeah, Roberto Carlos. I, mean, I suppose you only have <laughs> one most, good one. Most yeah. good, apart from James Walbrow and Aaron Cresswell, yeah. they're all just basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they've one had one Cresswell. good kick in their lives. Cresswell um, was a good one. Yeah. yeah it was. So let's have a look. Should have a look. Yeah, it was a cracker, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look ahead to uh, to tonight then. 
and um, you think there's going to be a bit more pressure you think the fact that Tottenham have gone fourth only on goal difference do you think that'll put a bit more pressure on Arsenal or not no no I think listen there's pressure on these boys anyway isn't there really they have to get a result they really do they have to get a result maintain we can afford to lose a game but we don't want to lose away at Palace no disrespect to Palace they're good this year they've got some very good players you said Will's fit Gallagher's excellent They've got an excellent manager as well. Mm. I think this is going to be an incredibly tough game. I said to my son mm. yesterday, would you take a point beforehand? And he said no. Yeah. And but let's see how mm. it goes. It used to be a gimme, Palace, for us. Ten years ago, we go there and guarantee three points. Yeah. Not now. I think that's a tough game. Quite a few Spurs fans were saying to me yesterday, oh, you know, old Vieira, he'll lay down, he'll put out a terror. <laughs> oh, no. I said, did you see his reaction, the, the game at the Emirates? I mean, oh. he was a broken man We were lucky. End. We were lucky yeah. to get a draw. Lacazette got that goal. And yeah. actually, it was a big moment for us. We were so bad, we almost didn't deserve it. And I was slightly annoyed that we got the equaliser, so I couldn't slag them off as much as I wanted to. But, no, Vieira wanted to win that badly, and he'll want to win this one badly as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm hopeful. Hopefully everyone's fit. It's what we said in the break, Andy. Arsenal have a tiny, tiny squad. Mm. If they can not get injuries, they've got a chance. I do think everything... They're playing a lot better, and he's done a very good job, Arteta, no question about it. But it's funny how it always falls for them. Everybody else... where to play 12.30 after the international break. Arsenal playing Monday night. So the international break effect doesn't count because they've had like, you know, nearly a week's training. Well, yeah, but Mikel Arteta was in a press conference about three weeks ago complained about the Man United game, which is happening three hours before another game or something. Yeah, I might have got Lionel the numbers hardly on. had any of that. Everyone ridiculed him because they went, blimey, you've had yeah. such an easy run. I believe we've suffered more than any team in the world ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm so pleased you just got over that outbreak that stopped you playing the North London derby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see, we'll see if it was a good call or not, won't we? Near, uh, Sorry, did the women's team just call off the North London derby the other day for exactly the same reason? I, I, mean, I, I believe. I, I think we had a, a greater outbreak. It wasn't one person with a sniffle I think you'll find quite a few of the girls were, we've got, were laid low we've got a small squad it only takes <laughs> one person that's it we've only got ten sorry about that lads I don't think I don't think Elise's playing tonight it was a real uh, blow for that's them sure, yeah I think yeah, it's going to be a tough it's, listen it's going to be a tough game but Arsenal need uh, if they keep winning their games they'll qualify but it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting isn't it and I'm, yeah. it's, it's fun I'm enjoying it I mean having said you've got a small squad I think Tommy Asu's on his way back so you've, Cedric's you've, done great for us we yeah, were a bit yeah. surprised Cedric has done really really well but we do like Tommy Asu he's solid he's he, you know Lee Dixon sort of esque and yeah. uh, that's a big compliment you know yeah. saying that 500 games for <clears> Arsenal <throat> what have you but Tommy's got that same solidity so yeah, I mean, everyone's happy at Arsenal. Slightly blissed out, to be honest with you. It's wow. a slightly weird vibe. It's going to be moment. interesting to yeah. see. It's going to be different it next year. Don't worry about that. <laughs> well, it will be. When <laughs> we're challenging for the title, is what you well, mean? Well, no chance. No? No chance. We need to buy a couple of players. We get Allison, we get a Allison and Van Dyke equivalents, and suddenly we're a top team. No chance. Erling Haaland's best mates with Martin Odegaard. Where's this market for Alisson and Van Dyke equivalents of which you speak? (laughs) There's hundreds of them. Can we have access In the Bundesliga, there's hundreds of them. Yeah, they're going to pay pay Haaland 600 grand a week. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I'm I'm not saying... It's not going to happen. I'm just saying it. I I think that Odegaard would say to him, look, it's a beautiful project with full of young people. Come along, Erling. Honestly, compared to the top two, they're miles. Yeah, I agree. I think you're right. I think you're right. But I'm enjoying my football at the moment, as you can tell. 
The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We asked you if you ever knocked on the door of the stars for whatever reason, uh, because um, it looks like Tyson Fury may be moving. Uh, he's been very accommodating when people knock on his front mm. door. He'll sign an autograph. He lives in Morecambe, of course. But maybe he's got a little bit too much as, as his uh, celebrity has, has grown. Yeah. So they may be decide not to do that. Um, but a number of you have knocked on the... Um, on the star's doors. My sister-in-law, Claire, knocked on Stuart Dallas's door to get him to sign her husband's David birthday card. He was very happy to oblige, says Bruce. Yeah. a nice touch, that, I would say. Well, what, would your well, attitude, what else then? could you do? Do you have a can of mace by the door? Well, just I would do, yeah. I mean, you can't, you, know, you can't say anything. You've just got to go smile and go, oh, I don't mind doing it, which, I mean, he's fine. But I mean, most of them have got gates. You know, you've got to climb over, yeah. you've got to climb over the gates to get in. When we were kids, we followed mm-hmm. Gianfranco Zola home from Harrods one day. We rang his doorbell, being annoying kids and expected him not to answer or tell us where to go. But being the lovely man he is, which he is, he produced a signed football for us. Golly. Nice. It's very nice. I mean, obviously. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to uh, the big weekend, uh, the big wedding this weekend. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant the the rugby league you've gone early. No, no, no. Yeah. It's uh, the marriage of Brooklyn Beckham and uh, I think her name's Nicole Peltz. Yeah. And there's some brilliant stuff in the sun today. I mean, they've built it as millions versus billions. Oh, wow. Because she's, you know comes from a family that's worth 1.3 billion. Mm. The Beckhams. They're mere paupers. Well, they're the Beckhams. struggling at 380 million. Oh, okay, I don't know how they know exactly how much they've got. But uh, <laughs> it says here, Nicole's dad, Nelson, was relieved his daughter, and it's a quote, didn't marry a fortune hunter or a young playboy who counted on his parents to pay his bills. Hello? <laughs> Come in, honestly. And it says here, um, <laughs> Brooklyn's only stipulation no square plates at the wedding Whoa. that's the only thing you don't uh, that's the only thing you said in our wedding meetings don't do square plates what's okay. the point who cares what <laughs> plates they use honestly and he, at one point it says Brooklyn told Nicola on social media recently mm-hmm. I fall more in love with you every single day why don't you tell her to, just to her face what are you doing it on social media for and this is the best one a man one. shouting at a newspaper ladies this and gentlemen this is the best one though, this one that two people uh, very much in love the <laughs> yeah give it give it about a year happy couples super rich cynic. friends well, such a on. cynic we're never going to get that exclusive with David Beckham well, he's yeah. distant family to me you I know. know you might you're be slagging, going you're slagging my family you might be invited well, I, I won't get invited I may get a small slice of cake <laughs> I mean it is we are talking about 400 years ago in the family tree so I doubt if, I doubt if I'm even I don't think I'm going for the evening yeah. it's I'm like a bit that, worried that his job's going to get in the way of the marriage and he's going to be working so hard well, he, <laughs> Andy a very cynical uh, view. yeah well exactly the happy couples super rich friends of which there are many mm. are are reportedly keen on sending the newlyweds off into outer space as a once in a lifetime 400 grand wedding present. I've written, good, can it be a one way ticket? Oh, you're not a nice man, Andy, when Chelsea lose, are you? You're not a nice man, generally. Come on, everybody. You're especially not a nice man when Chelsea lose. <laughs> so keep telling us about the stars you knocked on their door. This is a bit of a bizarre one. I delivered a mattress to Harry Carpenter, the uh, former really? boxing commentator in the 70s. What about a carpet to Harry mattress. <laughs> that wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he said, um, he answered and snapped, I'm having my breakfast, my wife will sign. Well, while you're there, H, just sign. 
I think he was cheesed off, says Albert in Croydon. Anyway, Albert. you can keep those coming. I don't blame him. Leave Harry Carpenter He's alone. delivering a mattress. Man's got a job to do. Well, you He's know, just go there the to get a mattress signed. Can you sign my mattress? <laughs> Irving mattress. Anyway. So, anyway, uh, now you've got no time for anyway. Oh. Now you've slagged off that young couple. Your time, your bit is done, mate. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I've got news of a, of a friend's reunited we were involved with. Oh, yeah. This was, uh, I was reading a little bit with Mick Rathbone, who was a guest in the studio, mm. chatting about mm. his uh, The Smell of Football book, Volume 2. He, he popped into the studio and saw us. We had a good conversation. And uh, he did a little piece in, in uh, Today's Sun talking about the book. And uh, he said, I got a missed call last week and thought I'd done something wrong. It was David Moyes. In, instead, he told me he'd heard me on TalkSport. Oh, OK. And he invited me to West Ham and to stop over. So I was flattered. So we got, oh, brought very, them together. Very nice. Which was nice to hear. So uh, <clears> very nice, nice to hear. Mick had a good time. Yeah, the book's, book's a very good read. Do it is him. very good. Yeah, 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 he was yeah. a lovely guy, actually. Yeah. A really nice bloke. Uh, I've got news from the Rare Breed Survival Trust Young Shepherd final at the Great Yorkshire Showground. OK, I've been yeah. awaiting that, yeah. I know. Um... This is the the order is really odd. Uh, it was won by Thomas Nash, oh, um, yeah. age twelve. Leah Parker with her Derbyshire gritstone came fourth, and this is the one I like. Ruby Mackenzie, twelve, with her Welsh badger face, was second. <laughs> I presume that must harsh. be a type of sheep. <laughs> Hashtag be kind. <laughs> so, what was this competition? It was the um, Young Shepherds final at the Great Yorkshire Showground. Brilliant. Okay. How did you get the results for that? Blimey, you are a completist. Well, was it on I am teletext? very much, yes. I was watching it, actually. Oh, well, I'm sure you yeah, were. I switched on during the Chelsea Brentford game. No, I didn't. I, um, I read about it in the Times this morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fantastic. Well, and you're hunting good. for birthdays. I understand that birthdays proving quite difficult for the spread this week. I've had to resort to the Racing Post. Oh, okay. Which I immediately don't, don't found... put it like that. I immediately found three. Oh, okay. They don't really count if they're from racing, do they? Okay. I mean, they do. Obviously. Of course they do. Of course they do. If you need them, it's for the gags, not so much the. But lots oh, of people yeah. have, have oh, no. got birthdays. Got it's four the days worth of birthdays, yeah. and, and none suggested it. So, what, what could you? Have do you ever really? knocked on the stars' doors um, for whatever reason? Because um, uh, Tyson mm. Fury's been fairly accommodating up in Morecambe, but you know, it's getting a bit much basically. Um, Kate with the glasses says, "I knocked on Mark Owen's front door more than once, and he was always delightful. Oh, that's very His nice, mum even yeah. offered us tea." That used to be a bit of a common thread, but in pop stars' mums offering tea when they first became famous. That's why I still love Take That all these years later, says Kate. Thank you very much for that. And, uh, yeah, a million years ago, before mobile phones, my auntie was involved in a a car accident in Highgate in uh, North London. Uh, A woman from the house invited her inside so she could use the phone. The woman's husband didn't pay her much attention as as he was busy at a desk. It wasn't until halfway through uh, tea that evening she realised it was Sting and Trudy Styler. Oh, there you go. Knocking on the stars' doors. Morgan sent us that one. That's fair enough. Thank you. I've been reading a piece by Jerry Lawton in The Star about... Cruise ships for World Cup fans. Oh, yes, that's right. Fans can stay in footy heaven at the World Cup on a cruise ship packed with bars, restaurants, nightclubs, six pools and a helter skelter. I can't believe anything worse. You've been stuck on a boat with England fans. (laughs) (laughs) You really are a man of the people, (laughs) Fantastic, Oh, come on, you know what I'm saying. Now, um, yeah, I was reading something. They said they don't want people to travel unless they've got tickets so they just haven't got the accommodation. Mm. So you can't just go there on a bit of a jolly. It's not cheap, though. I mean, a cabin with uh, double bed bunks uh, designed to sleep four. Yeah. It's 486 per night. Actually, I suppose between four of you, it's not bad. 
I think there will be a lot of fun as well. Yeah, I think. and the casual fan may be slightly put off just just to be there and soak up the atmosphere by the fact that Heineken yeah. is eleven pound fifty a pint. The England fans we met in Russia were great. I'm yeah, okay. backtracking now. No, no. Okay, then you're going to be able to vote for your. Well, fa- I'm never going to pretend to be a man of the people. <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. No, I think we knew that was the case. <laughs> so, um, if you want to vote for your uh, favourite clip of uh, March, we should bring them to you now. So we'll kick off with uh, Laura Woods on breakfast. Uh, she have the music. We says do it properly. It's the guest clips of the month. <laughs> Got to do it properly. And we will kick off still with Laura Woods on breakfast, who was chatting about the recently, then recently appointed Leeds manager, Jesse Marsh. Did you know this? He's the third American to manage in England's top flight. I can name Brad... Bobbly. Well, you can. <laughs> you can. It, it wouldn't be right, but uh, good old Brad Bobbly. <laughs> Fantastic, wasn't it? Easily done. And on a similar note, here's Nigel Pearson watching Villa v Southampton. Coutinho was unbelievably put the ball wide. That should have been 3 0. Could have been 4 as well. It had Wally Watkins, uh, Ollie Watkins taking his right footed chance. <laughs> see, w- Wally Watkins and Brad Bobbly. You see, you see Ollie Watkins in your mind's eye, but then you see a bloke called Wally Watkins, and he's probably about <laughs> 60 years older, isn't he? he probably, at the Bowls yeah. Club. <laughs> uh, so there we are. Here's Spencer Oliver talking boxing, and he probably thought he got away with this one. He's still a pound for pound one of the best fighters in the world, by the way. I've got him in my top mm. two or three, you know, but I just think that the weight was the thing that killed him. He, he was dead mm. at the weight, but... Yeah. <laughs> Dirty boy. Might have been his seat. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Only if he had a, a whoopee cushion on it. It's a bit weird, wasn't it? Squeak. This is Kevin Campbell at Everton versus Boreham Wood in the FA Cup with one we're calling It's a Soft Sea Kev. Learning little things about them as well, getting in behind, you know, the 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 facade, the front yeah. of it. It's a soft sea, Kev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, could have been a hot, it could have been a lot worse, really. Worse, the, yeah. the the facade. Uh, this is Jason Cundy and Andy Goldstein on the sports bar. He can't defend VAR. Well, he's gonna have to. He can't. It's in, it's indefendable. You... Undefendable. Indefendable. Indef- indefendable. Undefendable. Not defensible. In, in, undefensible. Un, un, in indefend. I want to say indefense. Indefendable. Indefendable. Undefendable. Indefensible. <laughs> Indefensible. <laughs> yeah. Who's on first? <laughs> yes. And finally, Andy. And finally, it's Alan Brazil on breakfast live from Cheltenham, about to say something in his eyes that clearly wasn't that controversial. Steve-O, I'm probably going to get pelts for this. And don't panic, Ben, the producer. But they've only... If your horse doesn't finish for any reason at all... Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I think Ben probably made the right call. <laughs> Don't panic, bang! Almost bang! <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Just before we go, I guess we should bring you the winner of the uh, Clips of the Month. Uh, it came down to Laura Woods, uh, Brad Bobley and Big Al... Um, and the winner was... Who was it? It was Alan Brazil. 59% played uh, 41. Yeah, this was... Uh, yeah, Dave McLaren's very upset. It's a disgrace that Wally Hopkins fell at the semi-final stage. <laughs> They're even arguing about that. Anyway, let's bring you the winner. It was uh, Alan during uh, Cheltenham, and uh, he was about to say something he felt wasn't particularly uh, contentious, but not sure the team agreed. Steve, I'm probably going to get pelts for this. And don't panic, Ben, the producer. But they've only. If your horse doesn't finish for any reason at all. <laughs>
yeah. brilliant. Yeah, he has got previous for that, Alan, over the years, isn't he? I can't I definitely I can see this bang straight to the end. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Charlie Baker will be alongside me from uh, one and he returns on Wednesday. Do hope you can join us. If not, the podcast will be available at uh, four o'clock as usual. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.